Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Wiser Financial Advisor Show with Josh Nelson, where we get real, we get honest, and we get clear about the financial world and your money. This is Josh Nelson, a certified financial planner and founder and CEO of Keystone Financial Services. We love feedback, and we'd love it if you would pass it on to me directly at josh at keystonefinancial.com. Also, please stay plugged in with us, get updates on episodes, and help us promote the podcast. And also, subscribing to us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast service. Let the financial fun begin. to be back. We had a great summer and got to enjoy a lot of time in Colorado, a lot of the outdoors, and a lot of opportunity back in the Midwest to see family that we hadn't seen for a while. I know a lot of you got to enjoy our best of episodes over the summer, and I highly recommend you go back and listen to those if you didn't get a chance. Those are our favorite episodes, but they're also the most impactful episodes that we think would make the biggest difference in people's financial lives. And that's really why the Wiser Financial Advisor exists. In the book of Proverbs, it talks about wisdom. And specifically, it says that seeking after wisdom is the wisest thing that we can do. And they say the book of Proverbs was actually written by Solomon, who was the wisest person to have ever lived. So I'm going to go with Solomon and think that this is a good idea. What we're doing is we're going back, looking at people who have walked before us, trying to find those time-tested principles that really will make our financial lives better. Today, we're going to talk about one of my favorite financial questions that comes up, and that is, should I invest or should I pay off the mortgage early? Before we get into this, I do want to tell you that this is one of my favorites simply because it's a great quality question. It probably means that people are in pretty good financial shape if they are asking this question because it means that they've got some extra money someplace, either in their budget or they've got a lump sum of money that they have that they could either be putting down in the mortgage or investing. Now, before we get into this, though, I do want to make sure that we set the stage and lay down some assumptions. I am going to assume if you're asking this question, do you already have a cash reserve? an emergency fund. In other words, we always recommend that you keep a minimum of three to six months worth of living expenses in cash just because stuff's going to happen. There's going to be emergencies, unexpected expenses. The reason why that's there is to cover for that stuff so you don't have to go out and borrow the money or have to cash out investments. Now, could there be emergencies that are beyond three to six months? Of course, there could be. But my experience is that's generally going to cover most emergencies or short-term expenses that could come up. Number two, we're going to assume that all of your consumer debt is paid off. Credit cards, student loans, car loans, any other kind of debt that you might have besides the mortgage, we're going to assume that that's already paid off at this point. You probably have paid all that stuff off, regardless of interest rate, just so you don't have consumer debt. We're going to assume that you're properly insured. And of course, there's all kinds of insurance, but we're going to assume that you have medical insurance, you've got life insurance, you've got car insurance, all the basic insurances that you would need to protect against major, major bad stuff happening. And then finally, we're going to assume that you're already investing somewhere between 15 to 20% of your income for the future. I'm generic with the word future because your future is up to you. You could be thinking about this as college education for your kids. It could be because you are saving for financial freedom, or some people would call that retirement. And it could be that you're saving for other goals. It could be to buy a piece of real estate or a cabin in the mountains, something like that. You have your own financial future. We love to get involved in that, of course, because we love to be able to help people 
achieve their dreams. So we're going to assume that all those things are already happening. Now you're trying to figure out what do I do with the extra money I've got? I could either be putting that money into the mortgage or investing it. Now there is a difference, of course, if this money is coming from a lump sum or it's coming from a monthly amount. In other words, is this just money that's extra in your budget? You could be putting one place versus the other. My bias going into this, just so you know, is I don't like debt. I like to get debt paid off quickly. Clearly, there's situations where you've got to borrow money, especially a house. Most people cannot just write a check and buy a house. So there are certain kinds of debt that are just kind of necessary evils, but we can pay that stuff off early if we want to. One question to think about is where did that money come from that we're talking about? Is it extra in your budget because you paid off other debts? Good for you. That's great because now you've got that extra cash flow to make this decision on. Or is this money that came from a lump sum? Did you receive this from an inheritance? Maybe it was from a loved one. Maybe it was a gift from a parent or a grandparent. Maybe this was money that came from a bonus that you received from your company or maybe selling a company. Maybe this is because you sold company stock that just got to be too much in your portfolio and now you've got to figure out with the proceeds, what do I do with this money? So in general, one principle that I always kind of fall on is that it's generally not a good idea to borrow to invest. Well, we're not talking about borrowing more money. We're talking about, do I pay off debt? But a question to think about, if your mortgage was paid off or paid down, would you take out additional mortgage and invest that money in the stock market or any other kind of investment? My guess is you're probably saying, heck no, I wouldn't do that. That's crazy. I would agree with you. So it's important to be thinking about why would you then not be paying down debt with extra money that you've got? I'm a big fan of paying off debt. My bias comes from my dad. My dad was kind of a debt hawk early on in my life. He was always telling us that, that you know, you don't want to borrow money unless you have to. And if you have to borrow money, you want to pay stuff off as early as possible. And he always did. He liked to kind of accumulate money and pay for a car in cash if he could. And even the mortgage that he took out on our home, he paid it off way faster than he would have had to simply because there were a few different factors that he fell on. And we'll talk about those as far as the why now. Number one, there's non-financial reason that you want to have debt paid off, including the mortgage. And that non-financial reason is that there's a certain peace of mind. There's a sleep at night factor that comes with not having debt. I know this personally, as I've paid things off. At this point, I just have the mortgage left at this point, but I'm paying that down faster than I have to simply because it gives me peace of mind to not have debt. So there are three reasons primarily why I like to have people pay off their stuff early. Number one, the non-financial reason behind this is peace of mind. There's a certain sleep at night factor, and I've been doing this for over 20 years now in my career as a financial advisor, financial planner, and I can tell you that for people who have paid stuff off, especially a mortgage... I have yet to have somebody come back to me after they've done that and said, that was stupid. I wish I wouldn't have paid off my debt. I wish I would have taken that money and invested it instead. So there is a certain weight that kind of comes off of people's shoulders when they get things paid off. And I feel that same way when I've paid stuff off, especially making extra payments on my mortgage. It just feels good. And when my wife and I make that final payment on our mortgage, that will be something worth celebrating we will sleep better at night just because it feels good. Number two, 
financial security. You have lower fixed expenses when you don't have debt payments. As you pay each thing off, and we've talked about this, go back and listen to our debt snowball episode. As you pay stuff off, you've now increased your cash flow because you have lower fixed expenses per month. We can get by in a lot less money if we have to, if we don't have debt payments. So when the mortgage is there, you've got higher fixed expenses. And when bad stuff happens, and it will, right? People lose jobs. People have health crises. People experience recessions. There's all kinds of bad stuff that's going to end up happening throughout your life, unfortunately, because that's just the experience of life. But if you've got a greater amount of financial security, meaning less debt or no debt, you've got lower fixed expenses, you've got the ability to weather those financial storms much better than somebody who's got a bunch of debt. One example is that in the spring of 2020, as the pandemic hit, a lot of people were financially rocked. They were seeing their portfolios go down by 20, 30, 40%, depending on what they were invested in. And a lot of people were losing jobs. A lot of people were losing businesses. A lot of people were having rental properties where their tenants weren't making payments, and that might have been their retirement income. So for a lot of people, they were financially stressed during that time. For our clients that didn't have debt or had very little debt, they were breathing a lot easier. In fact, many of them were calling us up and saying, you know what, I want to invest additional money right now because the market's cheap. Investments are cheap. I want to buy when things are low. Or let's say they were already retired and they're taking money out of their investments. A lot of our clients contacted us and said, you know what? We don't need that money right now. Let's stop taking money out. Stop sending us money from our portfolio or reduce the amount of money that you're sending us from our portfolio. We just don't need it right now. We're not doing anything. We're not traveling and our debts are paid off. So we really don't have to have as much money per month. So there is a financial security aspect of this that's really important to get stuff paid off simply because it does put us in a more stable position. Number three is increased cash flow. We talked about that a little bit before, but increased cash flow means that now we have extra money that could be invested. So what we're talking about is not that there's never a point of investing money, but it's a cash flow perspective. It's paying that debt off early because now we've got that extra payment each month that we can be putting back into investments that we choose and that fit with our portfolio. So one thing to think about there is when the mortgage is paid off, you can take that extra money you have, start investing it. And of course, I can go through all kinds of different financial scenarios. You probably could make the case either way here as far as where you would end up making the most money on your investments by doing it a lump sum or doing it monthly. The trick is, is that we have no idea when the next recession is. So if you were to take this extra lump sum of money and invest it, how do you know the market's not going to go down 20, 30, 40% and we hit a recession in a very short period of time? You don't, and neither do I, and neither does the Fed chairman, neither does the president. Nobody knows in the future what's going to happen. So there is a certain risk factor there. One advantage that you've got with dollar cost averaging, which means it's a monthly investment instead of just arbitrarily picking a day and investing it, is that you're kind of able to smooth those out over time because sometimes you're buying low, sometimes you're buying high. It's kind of smoothing itself out. It actually can be a lower risk way of investing. In other words, instead of just taking lump sums and throwing it in on arbitrary days, especially if it's a really big chunk of money, that's fairly risky just to invest it all at one time. In other words, if that was all your money, it could be a really bad 
time to end up doing that if you still have a lot of debt. So there are really those three reasons, the non-financial peace of mind factor, financial security, of course, by paying stuff off, and then also increased cash flow that can now be invested. And later on, you can end up making a lot of money on that money and building up your portfolio when the time comes. If you insist, let's talk about this. Let's say you're insisting, nope, 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 I'm not going to pay down my debt. One thing to think about is that whatever you're thinking about investing, is it guaranteed? Is it actually a guaranteed investment? Think very carefully about the amount of risk that you're taking. In other words, if you leave the bank, if you take it out of the savings account, checking account, CDs, and I get it, those things are all paying close to zero right now, but they are guaranteed to pay that, right? I know that sounds crazy, but you know they are guaranteed to pay that and not lose principal. So be thinking about that, that you, know, you do want to be paying attention to how much risk you're taking now that you're leaving the bank and looking at investing it someplace else. Nothing's guaranteed. Real estate's not guaranteed. Stocks aren't guaranteed. Bonds aren't really guaranteed because there are risks with those too. So it's important to think about all the different places that you might invest outside of the bank. There's going to be some risk with it. And how would you feel if you invested that money and it goes down in value, even temporarily? We need to be thinking about where did that money come from? Let's say the money came from you selling a bunch of company stock, and maybe your purpose behind selling the company stock was not that you didn't want it to grow. Maybe that was your perspective is this is part of my portfolio. I want it to grow. I just don't want so much risk by having it all in this one stock from my company. So that would be one instance where we might want to really scratch our heads and think about that. Maybe does it make sense to reinvest those dollars and put it back into the stock market, but just do it in a much more diversified way? You probably could convince me. On that one, that would be one circumstance where I could buy that argument. But if it's coming from a lump sum, let's say it's coming from an inheritance or a gift or something else, and we still have debt hanging out there, again, how are you going to feel if that goes way down in value after you invested? And is it really worth it? There are some emotional aspects. There are a lot of emotional aspects, I think, when it comes to money. And I firmly believe that 80% of financial success is psychology and 20% of it is the tactics. I know that sounds a little crazy because we're just kind of conditioned, right, to be looking at trying to get the best rate of return, get all the information. But so much of people's financial success does come down to psychology and the decisions they make based off of their emotions. So be thinking about all of these factors when it comes to what you're going to do. And of course, it helps to have a financial planner that can run some numbers and can kind of give you a different perspective than what you might be thinking, whether it's a lump sum or maybe it's just a monthly amount that you've got. Remember those principles before we want to already be investing 15 to 20% before we're thinking about mortgage pay down. If you've got extra money in your budget, yeah, I, I do recommend you pay it off early simply because of all the factors we just talked about. There are definite reasons financially and there's definite reasons non-financially and the way it makes us feel to have debt. I hope that's helpful for today. If you have any particular questions, of course, please reach out to us because this is very individual. As you can imagine, it really does depend on the situation as far as what people do with their money. And there's tax implications. There's implications depending on what kinds of debts you've got, what your income is, how stable that is. So the financial advisor's favorite answer to questions is, well, it depends. <laughs> it does depend on the situation, of course. And we want to make sure that we're your financial advocate, your fiduciary that's helping you make those decisions as time goes on. 
please pass this on to anybody that you think would find it interesting and helpful in their financial life. Again, hit subscribe on the podcast to make sure that you're staying up to date with what we're doing and also to help promote this show. Thank you so much. Thank you for your partnership. Thank you for listening to the show and helping us be successful. With that, God bless and have a great week. This episode has been prepared for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied upon for tax, legal, or accounting advice. You should consult your own tax, legal, and accounting advisors. 